Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. With me today is CEO and CIO Chris Wallace. Welcome, Chris. It's good to be here, Dan. All right, Chris, here we are. We're kicking off the year with our first podcast of, of 2023. Um, and I thought a, a good starting point would maybe be looking back at the one bright spot we saw in 2022, which was energy. Um, question here is, you know, do you, do you think that the energy sector um, you know, still has support from investors after the run it went on? Yeah, look, energy, I think, has some um, longer term underlying support due to underinvestment. Uh, it, it's going to be volatile over the short to medium term just because it's done so well in 2022. And I think a lot of investors have delayed until 23 to book those gains. We're also getting further through the winter in Europe, and it's been warm enough to put to rest the worst case fears. And demand is still just incredibly weak. Uh, even with China opening up, um, you know, the, the rapid spread of COVID and the impact it's having on the population is further dampening demand. Nearer term, we're probably oversupplied for natural gas. That could carry through easily through the first half of 23. Longer term, we're not investing enough um, in energy production, and we're going to have to pay for that. So uh, I think there's underlying valuation support. Just remember, we're going from a period where oil was negative in 2020, and then it reached up close to, you know, north of 120 in the first part of 22, and we're settling out in the 70 to $80 range. So it's not going to be just a one-sided trade like it had been for the prior two years. So there's going to be opportunities there. I don't know that it'll be in the prior winters. My guess is we'll get a new set of winners as we move forward. But yeah, there's underlying value and support there over the medium term for sure. One thing to watch for investing in the sector is, you know, we're going to get tax policy that may be counter to investors' desires. Um, and we've seen that overseas with windfall profit tax and things such as that. So politics may not be your friend. Yeah. Uh, and one more reflecting back on, on 22. So as, as we looked out at 2022, the attribution, you know, we saw some of the largest names inside the S&P get hit really, really hard, um, you know, specifically mega cap tech. Uh, yet, you know, the, the market was down, you know, far less than any of the FANG stocks or, or other counterparts. Do you think this is, or do you find this as an, an encouraging sign that the, the market has support elsewhere? Yeah, I, I, I see it as a sign that we're in the typical rotation from an extended momentum-led uh, bull market into one that's driven with broader growth and what people call a value market. And it's very much the case when you see those transitions that you're exiting a period of time when everybody was crowded into a few holdings. And as they become more concerned or bearish or they want to rotate into other areas of the market, they have to sell those positions and go buy those. So a broader average or an equally weighted average does much better than those largest positions. I think a lot of what we experienced in 2022 was nothing more than rebalancing and adjusting for the higher interest rates. So as fixed income sold off and as interest rates reached attractive levels, people sold their equities to go buy um, those fixed income opportunities, and that put pressure on the largest holdings from a cap-weighted basis, um, which, while that may be encouraging, it, it's also concerning because what that says is all we've really priced in was the higher rates. 
We have yet to price in the pending earnings recession and what I think ultimately is going to be an economic recession. And the only way to avoid that is if the Fed pivots much sooner, which will present its own problems. So, um, you know, it depends on whether you want to look at it as glass half full or half empty. But I think all we've done is price in the higher rates. Uh, we haven't priced in the economic fundamentals yet. Yeah. And then maybe we'll think about for a moment here or about our current status. So, um, you know, we're still in a bear market, right? We've seen the M2, that money supply continues to decline. Um, we expect to see credit loss in leverage markets. Speaking of the Fed, you know, do you think the Fed is forced to sit on its hands or does it have a play elsewhere? Look, the Fed's in an incredibly difficult position. Um, they have to, and I think what they're doing is they're trying to tighten policy very aggressive to create an economic contraction, to create layoffs, and to absolutely break the back of inflation. Because as we've talked about, they have to get interest rates back to or below 2% on the short end. And if they don't do that, they're going to be forced to go to yield curve control, which means a probably a, an acceleration or a reacceleration in inflation. So, look, I think we're going to start to see real issues in the credit space in the next quarter or two. And we're already seeing evidence of that with Blackstone's B-REIT raising, I think, $4 billion yesterday at just incredibly high cost of capital, well north of 10%, which tells you a lot about where the marks probably are in their book. And they weren't doing that from an offensive position. That's from a de defensive position. And if they have to raise money at double-digit rates, then there's a lot of commercial real estate that needs to be repriced. Um, so, look, we've seen some gating in funds. We probably see more of that. We've seen M2 declining at just unprecedented rates. So there's not enough liquidity to go around. So there will be credit losses that start to happen and probably further kind of scrambling for liquidity over the shorter term. Investors are used to the Fed pivoting and coming to the rescue and restarting QE in those environments. And if rates were not at the zero bound cutting rates and they can't do that. So I think we're going to go through a little bit more of a repricing of risk assets in the first half. Um, you know, while investors want the Fed to pivot and provide that liquidity, it now comes at a real cost. If they do that, we're probably going to see further weakness in the dollar and a reacceleration in inflation in the back half of 23, which isn't good longer term. And so you just got to be careful what you wish for here. And again, I, I, I really want to stress to investors, keep a very open mind. Um, you really, it's going to be difficult to know what you want to own exiting 23 because we haven't made all the policy choices yet that will, that will determine that. Uh, but do expect a lot of volatility. Don't expect the Fed to be your friend in any situation because they're either going to run incredibly tight policy until a lot of things break or they're going to pivot and loosen and inflation's going to be your enemy as an investor on the other side. And so you need to be nimble. And again, I think it's going to be very security specific as to what does well in 23. It won't even be sector specific like we've seen in the prior few years. All right, good. Well, Chris, thank you. Uh, good to have you back after a couple of weeks off um, and happy new year. And we'll be catching up here soon. Fantastic, Dan. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson, 
does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws. Securities discussed within this podcast may be held in the Von Nelson Strategies.